do I feel good today? What's up, everybody? I am the coach. This is your sports and sports betting brand of record. We call it driving the line. We're here every single weekday live at 3, 3, at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Now, on Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern time, if you haven't watched DTL Golf, I encourage you to do that. It is live in your feed right now. Later today, we'll have a very special little 10, 15-minute episode to talk about the new PGA Tour announcement that was made this morning. But... We've got a lot, lot, lot to get to. Before we look forward, we must look back. A solid day at the brand yesterday. Look at all those green check marks. You know us. We just want to win more than we lose. And yesterday we did that. Jacob, two and one. Howie, two and one. AB, two and one. That's how we get it done. So without further ado, let's bring in my partner. Oh, here he is right there. AB, bring him in right now. And AB, a loaded show today. And I got to tell you, the production value of what you and our production staff is doing is next level. We've got new universe members, new crew members that are coming on very, very shortly. But as always, good morning. And what's the crew's play of the day selections today, sir? Good morning, coach. Yeah, production is looking fantastic. Really like, hope the uh, the bosses really take care of those guys doing that. That'd be fantastic. All right, good. here is what the crew has to pick from for today. First, Notre Dame, Virginia over, this is not a typo, 115 and a half at minus 110. Purdue, minus 12 and a half. Nikola Jokic, are you going with the triple-double at plus 165 and the little two-leg NBA parlay? Bulls money line, Magic money line at plus 160. Poll is in the chat. Vote now, and we will update it at the end of the show for which one is the cruise play of the day. I tell you what, the chat is very, very smart. They they usually pick a good one. That Jokic triple-double, that looks juicy to me. I like that plus 165. They're playing in Oklahoma City tonight. We may or may not have a pick on that game later in the show. Uh, AB, if you don't mind, I'm already tired of looking at your face. I need something else. It's time for the rundown. Oh, it's time to talk Super Bowl. You know what time it is. Look, we got two, well, one new face and one face back for the second time this week. Now, we've got to be polite here at Driving the Line. Let's welcome in for the very first time, and I need all of you to say welcome, Ben. He is a sports betting wizard. Ben Fox, welcome to the show, sir. Thanks for having me. I love the production value. love the music. See, and now you get your check because you said exactly what I wanted you to say. Now, the other man, he set in for me on Mondays because sometimes I got to travel. I'm going to miss some shows. He's live from Miami, Miami. He is Jonathan Zaslow, the Z-Man. Good morning, Z. Good morning, guys. You wouldn't know. I mean, I'm here in Miami. Is It is a, a little bit nipply outside. It is chilly these days here in South Florida. I went outside, walked the dogs when I woke up. A little bit cold, but still very nice. You don't know. That's AB's favorite kind of weather. It really is nipply. All right, we've got a lot to talk about this morning. And, Ben, you have spent years in Las Vegas. And we're not just all about the picture on the show. We're about knowledge is power. Educate and entertain. Let's start right there. This is the only game all year where you get two weeks to make your bets. Right now, where is most of the money coming in on, on the Super Bowl? Yeah, so this has been really interesting so far. Uh, we saw on Sunday night this open, uh, as soon as the 49ers basically were recovered that onside kick, 
Uh, 49ers opened as about a two and a half point favorite. Saw one minus three at FanDuel. That was quickly snapped up. Uh, so 49ers minus two and a half. And we saw the bets come in initially on the Chiefs. That went down to two to one and a half. Even got as low to 49ers minus one. That was kind of the point of resistance that we've seen where we saw some big bets then come in on the Niners. So if I had to make kind of the claim, I'd say the public right now is all over the Chiefs, probably like 70% of the bets on the Chiefs and some more respected money, some also bigger bets on the Niners uh, at minus one. We've seen that number take back up now. So now we're back at 49ers minus two, which is where we started at a lot of books. So we've kind of come full circle, a lot of money line bets on the Chiefs as well, figuring the spread potentially isn't as relevant, right? If you're under a field goal, getting the Chiefs plus one and a half plus one, why not just take them on the money line as well? So we kind of started out 49ers minus two, and now we're back a lot of places at 49ers minus two. And it kind of feels like Z based off that information that there's a lot of betters that got kicked in the teeth last week when they didn't jump all over the Chiefs plus four and a half. Do you feel that way? Yeah, I... I essentially was one of those guys where it was one of those bets to me. I was telling AB this the other day. It's one of those bets to me that you look back and you're like, how would I not see that? If I'm (laughs) getting points with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, it's like if back in the NBA finals in the mid, you know, early and then late 90s, Michael Jordan and the Bulls are getting points. And instead, you're betting Utah and you're betting Seattle. What was I thinking? And I think Mahomes is is that guy now where whatever the game is and whatever the stakes are, if they're going to give you points, what am I doing not taking advantage of that? So I felt really stupid by Sunday night, especially when it was four and a half. Uh, I, I like the Chiefs getting points. It, it, until they actually lose the game and don't cover, I think I'm just always going to like Mahomes getting points now. Why are we not looking, A.B.? based off that take, at how the 49ers are also playing. They've allowed a lot of points, and they have not even come close to winning the game till late in the fourth quarter. That part is fascinating. We've seen the same game plan as well, not game plan, but how it's gone about uh, against the Packers and then the Lions that they had to come back and win those games. Like I, The Lions game is much and as large of a comeback as that was. It wasn't even the same as what the Packers gave. Like, they were lucky to get out of there alive. So I'm fascinated at that. That is The Chiefs and Mahomes are not a team or a quarterback that you want to play from behind against because they just keep coming. Now, I'll say this, two things. Number one, if you don't follow Ben on Twitter, do it now. I'm telling you, if you think my stats are at least somewhat legit and kind of off the wall. This dude has got him up and down, left and right. He is the information spot for everything betting. And I throw this question back to him. What does a spread of like one, one and a half, what does that do to parlays? Because parlays are obviously such a big part of the Super Bowl. But then when you have, a spread that's so small, you're almost essentially playing money lines. Again, you might not have the answer to it, but yeah, I'm just fascinated at that portion of it. Yeah, it's a good question. And the betting public has definitely trended now, right, to more of those same game parlays and stacking a bunch of things together. You're still going to have that with Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown and Patrick Mahomes rushing touchdown and all of those different things. I think it takes away some, right, because you also have one game, the potential for a teaser. 
right? If you have the Chiefs potentially plus two or plus two and a half, seems like a nice teaser leg, right? You got to get them up to plus eight, plus eight and a half, but you have to have something else to tease that with. Mm-hmm. So we're already joking on Twitter. Hey, can you give me the Hall of Fame game line, right? Let me tell you. <laughs> I'll something. So people will find it. Obviously, you can tease the total up or down. Uh, that's a potential way to go. But I think no matter what, people find a parlay uh, that they like and, and stick a couple legs in there. But it is interesting, especially with a spread that close. And I think we're going to see a ton of big bets as well uh, for this specific Super Bowl because of that spread. I'm so glad you just said that, Ben. By the way, shout out to Tom in the chat. He says, oh, my God, it's Ben Fox. I felt the same way when Jacob said he was coming on the show today, Tom. I felt the same way. Speaking of big bets, what's the biggest one that you've heard of coming out so far? Yeah, this is really surprising to me. Uh, usually in the Super Bowl, last couple of years, we've gotten anywhere between five and seven, seven-figure bets, right? So that's over a million dollars, million dollars and up, uh, including last year, there's actually a million-dollar teaser, which I think was on, on the spread and the total. But so far, we've had one $1 million bet. That was on the 49ers' money line, minus 120 from a better in Michigan at Caesar Sports. It's really early to have that on a Monday, uh, before the Super Bowl playing, you know, in two weeks. So if that's any indication, I think we're going to get a ton more of those. Uh, we also saw a fun one. Everyone always likes the coin toss. Somebody bet a hundred thousand dollars on tails. Why not put a put a hundred grand Already. on the coin toss? Get it over early. Uh, and then one other notable one I thought to mention uh, also in Michigan: two hundred thousand dollars on Brock Purdy to win the MVP at plus two forty. So again, people also see that has come up the last couple of years too, right? If you like a team, potentially bet on their quarterback to win the MVP because you get plus 240 as opposed to, let's say, the Niners money line, which is going to be minus 120 or something like that. Dan yeah, Campbell's talk- firing those bets out, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's got he's to do something. He's got he's going for everything fourth down. We know that. Z, with all these big bets, all I'm hearing, though, is that the bets are coming in, the big ones on the 49ers, even though 70% of all the bets – are coming in on the Chiefs. Are you surprised that the big ones are on San Francisco? Well, no, because it's it's a team that's been you look at the body of work, right? And I've been doubting the Chiefs. Like I'm I'm off the doubting the Chiefs bandwagon at this point, but I've been doubting the Chiefs all year long. I know the San Francisco 49ers went through that three-game losing streak. They started out 5-0. and They lost three in a row. They were dealing some injuries. They come back from the bye week, and then they go on a run again. And then, of course, they find themselves in the Super Bowl. You look at the body of work, and San Francisco really from day one, besides that one hiccup there in the middle of the season, has been a Super Bowl contender. There's been a lot of doubt around the Chiefs. It's funny, right, where Travis Kelsey last year when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl and he does the whole – Everybody doubted us. This is my Travis Kelsey impression. Everybody doubted us. Nobody thought we were going to win. It's like, oh, hold on, Travis. Everyone thought you were going to win. You were the best team all year. Get out of here. If Travis Kelsey wants to go that route this year, okay. you may, That's a good point. Everybody's been doubting you guys all season long, and look at you now. That'd be a fair point. But you look at the body of work, and I could understand all that big money coming in on San Francisco because they have been actually – by far the better team of the two this season. Yeah, Mark liked that impersonation of Travis Kelsey, by the way. It's a good one. At least one person did. Yeah. Uh, TJ, <laughs> TJ says AB with AB's advice yesterday to not wait. Bet the big names. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you're on the under, you should then, of course, wait and get a better number close 
to the game. Correct. They're listening to you. Correct. Yeah, it's smart. I mean, you know, and Ben, feel free to jump in on it. You know, yesterday we were speaking about, you know, how the public, they'll, you have two weeks to bet. The public will jump in heavy next week and star player props. They're not going to go down. They're only going to go up. So if you're looking at Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, McCaffrey, et cetera, um, yeah, like if you're playing the unders, absolutely wait because the public and the sharp money, they'll drive those numbers up for you. But if you're playing overs, get, get your tailgate in now because those numbers aren't going down. No doubt. Speaking of those bets, Ben, let's come to you right now because you sent us five of the top prop bettors, and then you can answer AB's question as a part of this. We have a great graphic for you. Talk us through some of the bets that the public is already on and, and maybe the Sharps too. Yeah, so you'll see certainly with this graphic, you'll notice one thing in common, right? And that is everything is over. So Brock Purdy over 11 and a half rushing yards, the number one bet uh, by ticket count at one sportsbook. Isaiah Pacheco over 68 and a half rushing yards. Travis Kelsey over 72 and a half receiving yards. Christian McCaffrey over 90 and a half rushing yards. That one makes a lot of sense. A couple people I've spoken with do think the 49ers are going to run the ball a lot against the Chiefs, unlike the Ravens. And Travis Kelsey over six and a half receptions. I would add too to what you guys were saying on the 49ers. Uh, I talked to an odds maker during this season, and he had the 49ers as five points better than everyone at that point in the season. And the Chiefs would not have been the number two team, right? So if this game was played, you know, in the middle of the season, we could have seen a spread 49ers minus five, potentially higher. It just what we've seen from the Chiefs, obviously coming back over the last couple of games uh, and winning those outright and the Niners kind of eking them out has gotten the spread a little closer to where it would have been in the middle of the season. The Chiefs 10-1-1 for Patrick Mahomes against the spread as an underdog, 9-3 and outright. That's generally why people don't want to bet against him right now. Can we just let that marinate for a second? We tell you all the time, this is what, A.B., this is our 13th show of the rebrand and the relaunch, and it's so smart to have Ben and Z on and to think about this kind of stuff and not just blindly bet your favorite player. That's what this show is all about, not just about the picks. Let me reemphasize that. So, Z, let me come to you. You're seeing this amazing graphic that A.B. made. Amazing. But I need you to pick one, one that you like more than all of the rest that you would play today. Yeah, the, the price is a little bit rough. But I look at Travis Kelsey over six and a half receptions, and I, I'm going to stop short as calling it a lock, but I love Travis Kelsey over six and a half receptions. <laughs> you know, throughout the year, his, his production has been down throughout the season. And we know with the Chiefs, the trust in the other wide receivers, it's certainly not there based on their production. I know Rasheed Rice really came on the second half of the season and really the only wide receiver that – Patrick Mahomes probably trusts outside of Travis Kelsey. Mm -hmm. But then we get to the postseason, and it's like, I got to go back to the guy I trust the most. And he didn't have very many games over six and a half receptions in the regular season. But in the three postseason games, he's averaging nine targets a game. Two of those three games, he had a double-digit targets. So I love Travis Kelsey over six and a half. It really feels like, all right, it's enough putzing around. I got to go to the guy that I trust the most, the guy that I've won Super Bowls with in the past. And mm -hmm. I think Sa I think San Francisco could be ahead for a good portion of this game. So I think we're going to see a lot of Mahomes go into the guy he trusts. So Travis Kelsey over six and a half. 
It's why the price is minus 140. I love over six and a half receptions for Kelsey. 11 catches, a buck 16, and a touch against the Ravens. And by the way, all of a sudden, Z, you are dead to me. The 49ers ahead most of the game? Stop. Oh, I don't think they're going to win, but I think they're going to be ahead for a lot. You're going to see a lot of passing from Mahomes. I I like the Chiefs to win the game. I I actually agree with that. All right, A.B., Kelsey, we know at minus 140 here driving the line, sometimes the juice is worth the squeeze. But where are you going? I am going right to the top of the list. Brock Purdy, over 11 and a half rushing yards. Love that play. And I saw Big Cheesy in the chat say he got it at 10 and a half yesterday. Atta boy, listening to it. That's how you get value. Well done on that. I like Purdy here. Obviously, you know, we've already played Patrick Mahomes. Over four and a half rushing attempts. I don't hate Brock Purdy's rushing attempts at all. Love the rushing yards here. Very attainable number. All right. A lot of good discussion this morning. You know we've got, what, 10, 11 more days. We'll be talking Super Bowl every single day here on the show. But, Ben, before I let you get out of here, is there any other great advice you can give our fan base, our universe, as they start to think and place their Super Bowl bets? So I think one is just with props and the way you're thinking about the games. I I see a lot of advice out there kind of that everything should go towards putting all your eggs in one basket, right? And by that, I mean, you have a game script. You think the, whatever you think, the Niners are going to win 30 to 10 and all of your props are towards that, right? So Brock Purdy over and George Kittle over and, you know, Christian McCaffrey, three plus touchdowns. If the Chiefs win 30 to 10, you're going to lose probably most of those bets. So I generally recommend kind of looking at it from a almost like a stock market portfolio perspective. You don't want to have everything tied into one result. You want to have a couple of props in there where if the game goes a different way, you're still cashing some of those bets or some props, right? Like a total uh, total on the game where maybe it doesn't matter who wins. The game goes under 47, 47 and a half. You can cash that as well. So don't only look kind of towards one game outcome with all the props that you have. Try and balance it a little bit with teams and opposing players so that, again, if it goes the opposite way you thought, you don't lose all of your bets there instead of just one bet. I will ask the entire universe and everybody watching Driving the Line right now, after listening to him for the last 15 to 20 minutes, I've got one very simple question for all of you. Do you want to do the work? I didn't think so. Ben, welcome to the crew. Can't wait to have you on again, probably before the Super Bowl, sir. Thank you. Anytime, guys. Appreciate it. Our man, Ben Fox. We call him our sports betting wizard here at Driving the Line. But now, oh, let me look at my notes. It's time to make some picks. Let's bet the board. It's almost not even a fair fight. It's really almost not even a fair fight what the show looks like now. Look at who it is. The man that day after day after day just brings picks that, quite frankly, I can't even find. And you keep cashing tickets. Jacob, good morning. How are you? Good, Coach. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Now, I just broke every rule of broadcasting that I hate when somebody just wastes 15 seconds asking how you're doing. Of course, you're doing great. So (laughs) we've got another day of English Premier League soccer. Yesterday at halftime at uh, Arsenal game, it didn't look very good. But in the second half, we got things going. Today, three games, some big-time names on the pitch. Where are we going? 
Uh, we are going to start off, like you said, in the Premier League uh, with Tottenham t- taking on Brentford. Uh, Brentford, not a very good road team, currently sitting in 15th place. Uh, they have lost four out of their last five overall, five out of the last six, and they have allowed five out of the last six games for their opponent to score over one and a half goals on the road. Uh, Brentford did win at Tottenham the last time they were there in May. Uh, but this Tottenham team is rolling right now with uh, seven out of the last 10 games going over one and a half team total goals. They're also seven and three at home, uh, and they've just really been crushing it at home lately. And I think they take it to this Brentford team. Uh, so because of that, I am on uh, minus 0.75. So half the bet at a half goal, half the bet at uh, one. They win by one, you win half your bet. And then their team total over one and a half. Uh, and then my second game is in La Liga. I am taking on uh, Atletico Madrid versus Rayo Val- Vallecano. Uh, sorry about the name. Sorry, guys. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, Rayo, just a dominant team right now. Uh, they have won 12 out of the last 17 games. They are unbeaten at home in the last 22 matches. And they're taking on a Rayo team who has just two wins in the last 16 overall. Uh, They have not scored in four out of their last five matches and have just two road wins since August of last year. Uh, And that, combined with the fact that seven out of the last nine meetings between these two teams have seen under, I mean, have seen one team score, um, I like the under four and a half in this game. So this is a uh, pre-built parlay. It's uh, Atletico Madrid and under four and a half goals. And if you're wondering why Jacob would play the under four and a half, it's a really smart way to bring the number down. And the only time that it really starts to get sweaty is if the other team goes up one nil and then you've got to get two one. But I like that play because you get it at minus one thirty. Tottenham, they've been solid. They've been solid. Brentford has been a sieve, especially the last two or three weeks. A lot of teams have been scoring against them. So, Jacob, well done. Continue your hot streak. Are you going to go back in the chat for me for the rest of the show? Yes, of course. My man, that is Jacob, our soccer and NHL aficionado and our official senior brand manager here at driving the line. All right, let's bring the boys back in because these two guys, and I got to address something, A, B, Z, before we get to our picks, because I am sick and tired of certain people in the chat talking trash as if I won't step up to the plate. (laughs) And you know who we're talking about. Big Cheesy, I'm looking you straight in the eye. So, A.B., as our merch store launches tomorrow, we hope, tomorrow, it got me to think what a nice little Super Bowl bet would be for me and Big Cheesy. What do you guys think about this? Because I don't want to send him a Venmo. I don't want him to send me a Venmo. What if we do this? That if the Chiefs win, then Big Cheesy has to go out to a store and buy a Chiefs jersey take a picture of it, send it to us. We get to put it up on the show. If I lose, I have to go out and buy a 49ers jersey, and I have to wear it for an entire show here on Driving the Line. Do we like that bet? I love that bet. You just tell me what to do on here, and I got you covered. All right. um, Sir, if you don't mind, hit the music. That's the music that comes with the program. We're going to have a better song for it. I just wanted to make the worst <laughs> joke of all time. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, it was a terrible song. We'll have That's that sound. Terrible. I had to make it awful. <laughs> we were just teasing you, but not with the showdown. Big yeah. Cheesy. If you oh, that showdown's real. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, that's real. Big cheesy. If you're in, just write, I'm in, coach. That I'll, that's all I need you to say. And for all of you out there, if you're with me, say, riding with you, coach. If you're with Big Cheesy, put riding with Big Cheesy. That's all I need to read right there. Big Cheesy said, what was that? We're just messing with you. We like to have fun here <laughs> driving the line. We're allowed. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. All right. Z, Z sitting over there going, what the hell is this? Well, it's <laughs> Big Cheesy. So, I mean, he's like, is he like a known huge 49ers fan? Is that the yeah. deal? He lives okay. in Sacramento. Yeah, okay. he lives in Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. All right. And that's, you All know, right. and then he brags. He beat me one time. And he brags about it every single day as if, you know, he lives off of that. You know what I mean? But doesn't have to be more than him buying a Chiefs jersey and just taking a picture. Like, he's got to, like, go to the supermarket or something. Like, he's got to go out and people see him like, yo, Big Cheesy, what are you doing with a Chiefs jersey? I thought you were a Niners guy. Like, he's got to go repping the Chiefs then. It can't just be, hey, I'm going to hold off this picture for Coach and AB, you know? Right? I, I, I like where your head's at. Yeah, because I'm going to be on national yeah. YouTube. So, yeah, yeah. I you're right. I need to have pictures, not only Big Cheesy, of you in the jersey, but with three other people at said places. I like that. If you're still in with that, because you're right. That's not enough. He could be in his own house. There's no embarrassment there. I mean, yeah. let's just make, all right, whoever loses has to just go find Taylor Swift. That's what you have to do. <laughs> just get Taylor Swift on the show. Yesterday, by the way, I, I was listening to a bunch of the radio. They literally spent like an hour talking about whether or not she could make it from Tokyo to Las Vegas from her concert to the game. That was like an entire hour on one sports radio. Would you ever do that, Z? Would you ever spend an hour? No, I don't have to spend an hour on it because you, you put the you put the the time frames, okay? She's going to gain half a day because they're <laughs> out ahead of us in Tokyo. You, yes. you subtract the time flying over to Vegas. It's about 13 hours. She's in a private jet She's going to get there in time. See, I did all that in 30 seconds. You don't need an hour. I just did it. She's going to be there. You, Thank you, Z. We appreciate you. And so do all the people that despise the whole Taylor Swift conversation. All right. Uh, Tom says, Cheesy should have to read a statement prepared by Coach in the Chiefs jersey, which can be aired on the show and immortalized. That's good, on too. Oh, my God. That's good, too. Oh, my God. Oh my, that's you, have to read, you have to read a book of the Bible on the show. <laughs> all right. <laughs> King James Version. It's going to be tough. The the chat is amazing. All right. Uh, I think I think we've secured what it's going to be. I need three pictures with other people outside of your house on your side, and I'll wear it the entire show in front of millions and millions. You know what I mean. All right. <laughs> Gentlemen, we've got picks to get to. Uh, Z, I'm looking at yours, and you went straight three NBAs. You yeah. start us off. Explain yourself. Yeah, so there's two huge games at least attention-wise, in the association tonight. And one of them's in Brooklyn, and that's the Phoenix Suns. And Kevin Durant making his return to Brooklyn tonight. He already said he doesn't want a video tribute. I Guys, I don't know how you feel. I hate the video tributes, all right? You want to do a video tribute for a guy who played for your team for 10 years, maybe even won a championship? Great. The idea of a video tribute for Kevin Durant whose entire time down there uh, in Brooklyn was a mess. It was a circus. It was a complete disaster. A video tribute for what? For stressing out the Nets fans for three years and doing no winning? I, Kevin Durant's I, – I rarely agree with Kevin Durant. He's right about this one. He doesn't want a video tribute. But what he definitely does want is to go in there and play really great. This Brooklyn team, they've been playing better of late, but they're still not any good. 
Phoenix has been rolling, all right, mm-hmm. between Booker, Beal, and, of course, Durant, who I expect to be a monster tonight. I love the Suns minus three and a half in Durant's return video tribute in his return to Brooklyn tonight. The Magic. I love the Magic giving five points tonight, even though they're on the road, even though they're in a stretch right now where they have not been playing good basketball. Because what's the elixir, the magic elixir to when your team is not playing? Well, you play the San Antonio Spurs, all right? And a number of just five, it's a pretty low number. In NBA standards, it's high, but it's pretty low when you're playing the Spurs. They're Mm -hmm. horrendous. It doesn't matter if the Spurs are home or away. They're equally bad. I think they have just five wins both home and away. So it doesn't matter where you play them. I like the magic getting back on track, only having to lay five points at San Antonio. And the Rockets... I'm always going to like home NBA dogs, but especially a Rockets team that's actually one of the better home teams in the Western Conference. So I really like Houston tonight getting three points. You'll see there, obviously, it's minus 115. That doesn't phase me. You can't be scared. I'm not scared of minus 115. They're taking on a Pelicans club that's been struggling of late. But for me, that one's more about the Rockets being a really good home team and they're getting points. So Suns minus three and a half, Magic minus five, Rockets plus three. I'm, I'm staring right at 3-0 tonight. Come on. AB, you know what I want to do? I want to take the last 90 seconds and take it off and put it up so people who are about ready to be on Shoot Your Shot understand what it takes to be at the absolute highest level. You got to be able to give a take. You got to be able to make a pick and make it understood because next week we're starting that show and we have a lot of people that want to be a part of that show. Do you think that's a good idea, AB? I think it's a phenomenal idea. That is literally the standard right there. I like it. That's the standard. All right, AB, last night we were sweating late. We had South Carolina team total over 60 and a half. We got to 63. We had the under 137 half sweat free. So big boy. I'm looking at yours. Let's just start with your college basketball, and I'll come back to your NBA. Sounds good. We are going back to the Southeastern Conference here. Down here, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, so right stuck in the middle. Alabama minus five and a half against the Georgia Bulldogs. We're going to take the Crimson Tide here. A very good shooting team. Georgia will give up points. Georgia will score points as well. Take a look at the over here if you like it kind of high. I'd rather play the spread. Alabama, after that loss to Tennessee a couple games ago, needs to keep winning. This is an important game. I'm going to take them with the spread. Next, Kentucky, one of the best teams at home in college basketball, taking them minus five and a half against the Florida Gators. Look, Florida will give up a ton of points. They score some too. However, Kentucky, when playing at home, is averaging almost 90 points a game. And John Calipari, we spoke about it last week. We're going to play it again. He has a Ferrari that he is ready to let rip. This Kentucky team is good. They're going to be even better once the tournament gets here. So we'll take them out as five and a half. And just out of damn principle, Florida, Kentucky under 171 and a half. What is this, an NBA game? I mean, yeah, we had to sweat 137 and a half last night with South Carolina and Tennessee. Now, don't get me wrong. Florida can score. Kentucky can really score. But 171 and a half, dude, out of principle, man. I got to play the under. Both teams got to get to 85. Uh, Shout out to Alfredo. He says, I added the first half under that South Carolina play yesterday for the SGP insurance. That's taking the knowledge, taking the information. Hashtag, it pays to watch live. Now, I'm going to give you Howie's picks. And Z, 
And A.B., I want you to tell me which one you like the most. Because Purdue minus 12 and a half, UCF plus two and a half, Virginia minus 13 and a half, and we know they play slow, so that's a sweaty one. Memphis minus 14 and a half, Providence plus 12 and a half. If you haven't seen the video from yesterday and you missed yesterday's show, I encourage you to go to my social media page or go to Driving the Line and watch Howie Schwab lose his mind over not being able to figure out his tech, something we love the most here at the show. So, Z, when you look at those five, and I know I didn't prepare you for this, which one do you like the most? I'm in on it, man. That's okay. You know right. what? I, I like UCF plus two and a half. They're a home dog. You know, I understand Baylor's a ranked team. It's really hard at times to win on the road in college basketball. These are kids, all right? Mm-hmm. Playing home versus the road is a, is a much different story. They're not a highly ranked team, Baylor. So you got a team that's number 18, UCF's at home. It's a small number for a reason. So I like the home dog, UCF, plus two and a half. Yeah, they've had a couple of good games or good wins this year as well in the last couple of weeks. A.B., where are you headed with these? Yeah, I like that play. UCF, that's solid. You know, Virginia, I look at it, minus 13 and a half. And again, the total is 115 Mm -hmm. and a half. I mean, that is a tough middle there to get Virginia with that many points and not that many points expected to be scored. So I find that one fascinating. Yeah, UCF is solid. Purdue. That is a solid basketball team, too. But I'll roll. I'll, you know what? I'll I'll take the Purdue here at okay. 12 and a half just so we don't all jump on UCF. I'll roll with Purdue there. Uh, and also, also, real quick, in the chat, our uh, our man Moshe asked uh, if we would play Kentucky minus six. Absolutely. Definitely would. And hope the baby's doing well. Are you done ruining my flow? Apologies. Zach. <laughs> says Baylor is one and two on the road in a three-game losing streak. That's why Z is who he is. All right. My apologies, A.B. So I'm going to do mine right now because in the chat, I think you have the numbers wrong, Michael. You're asking about Fleetwood over McElroy, and you said Fleetwood is minus 160, McElroy is plus 130. If that's the price, then you have it all wrong because McElroy comes in. He won the last one. Fleetwood did beat him by a stroke, the tournament before that over in Dubai. But Fleetwood, I'm taking in minus 130 over JT Posted just because he is in form. He just won earlier this month. I like how he's playing. JT Posted is good, but I just think Fleetwood is better. And, Michael, to your point, don't bet those numbers. They're wrong. You might have had them flipped, maybe. And if you haven't flipped, I wouldn't mind Fleetwood at plus 130, to be honest with you. But not at minus 160 over Rory. No chance. And then I'm going to go to the NBA with my man Z. And we're going to go Thunder. Money line, minus 115. They've lost two in a row. They have essentially the exact same record as their opponent tonight, the Denver Nuggets. And sometimes there are benchmarks throughout the year that you got to get extra up for and say, you know what? When it comes to the playoffs, I got to be able to beat this team. And we need to know it. Tonight is one of those nights. So I'm going to take the Thunder. Very small money line. The spread's only one and a half. But I'll spend the extra five cents and get the money line. All they got to do is win the game. All right, A.B., I only see two more bets on the board that need to be explained. You're up. You spoke about a bench. Well, I'm going to throw a bench at C.J. McCollum if he screws me one more time. He's going on the list forever. 
All right, we're playing a two-leg NBA parlay here, and it's like poker. I am so pot committed on C.J. McCollum screwing me two games in a row that I've got to keep going here. All right, so plus 185, we need Jokic over half of a three. One three-pointer, let's knock that down. C.J. McCollum, dude. We cannot go one for nine, one for seven, two for six. All right. You're going to have to have more than one three-pointer by the fourth quarter. I'm tired of sitting here sweating it, watching Pelicans games. All right. I think McCollum gets it done. He's way too good of a shooter, right? It's like, dude, how many bad games are you going to have? You are a good shooter. Look, I've already eaten it twice. i got to make my money back, which, again, I'm chasing. Not good, not smart. Pretty better out there, but damn it, I want my money back. So Jokic, McCollum, plus 185, let's go. Having to sweat out Pelicans games is such a right? bad night. Such a bad way to spend your evening. Dude, and like, here's the thing. is like McCollum is bricking threes left and right. Then Zion, who weighs 400 pounds, is just drilling them. You're like, my God, McCollum, what are you doing? Herbert Jones is out here smashing half-court shots. Like, come on, bro. That you, damn you, scary uh, mascot. That thing that's like a king cake baby. That thing's frightening, by the way. Apologies. If you guys don't stop, we're going to have to do driving the line after dark every single night just to sweat our picks. And then my family's going to say, we never see you. Because that's what I want to do. That's exactly what I want to do is watch AB sweat the Pelicans at 9:45 Eastern time. <laughs> yeah, if you want to see a cell phone, if you want to see a cell phone go through a Samsung about 8:45 Central, yeah, just swing on over. I'll turn the live cam on. We'll be good to go. <laughs> all right. Um I think we've made it through all the bets. What an incredible show today. Uh Z, before we let you get out of here, any final thoughts for the good people in the universe? I would just say, listen, I'm enjoying hanging out with you guys. I hope my picks come through for you guys. I I, I want to make sure that I, I put you guys in the right direction here. I feel good about all three of my picks. I'm excited for next week, man. I know you guys are going to be all over all the prop bets for the Super Bowl. It's such a fun week when we head into Super Bowl week. So, yeah, I just, uh, I'm glad to hang out with you guys. And, and everybody out there and the crew, you can listen to Zaslow Show 2.0, wherever you at. You get it wherever you get your podcast. I would list all the places that you can get it, but I'll be here forever. It's everywhere, all right? So you could listen to Zaslow Show 2.0 wherever you're at. There you go. Can you tweet that out, and then we can retweet that for you to make sure people can find you? I'm good at Twitter. I could put it out there. I will do that. Awesome. awesome. Well, we love you. You're, you are officially a part of the crew, and you're going to be on here all the time, and we are awesome. thrilled for that. All right? Awesome. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. You got it. He is Jonathan Zaslow, the Z-Man, here on Driving the Line and down there in Miami. See you probably next week sometime. All right, we need our two shot. We need our two shot. See you, Z. Now, got a couple of things that we've got to take care of before we get to the finish line. Now, I say this tentatively, AB. (laughs) So our merch store is just about ready to go. Had a long conversation yesterday. We're on the same page. Eduardo. And I can't wait for Eduardo to come onto the show. He's going to be a great character for us. Um, So tomorrow, we should have the QR code ready. Should have the merch store ready. And I'm fired up to officially, finally, have our very first featured item out there. Are you? I'm very fired up. And look, I know that this has been a conversation that's gone for about a year and a half. So I'm with you there. Yeah, fired up, man. Eduardo, 
dude, here you're doing a great job, bro. He is. He is. And the other thing is, we're hoping on Friday, if not Monday morning, the club will be live as well. And we're telling you, you'll have basically the easiest way to describe it is they'll have more access to us, but also an opportunity to participate. What can the people kind of, if they join our very exclusive club, what can they anticipate, A.B.? Oh, God. Look, first off, we're going to show you and give you access to anything and everything you want. Like I said, if you want to watch a, an iPhone go through a Samsung, we're going to live stream all that. But no, we're going to have fun, interactive shows. We're going to walk through bets. We're going to have so many special guests as well. Legitimately, I swear to you, I just text coach two days ago with nine different former NFL players that want to come on big names that, you know, that want to come hang out. You're going to have access to them. You're going to have access to some of the best betters in the game and how they approach it and go about it and get to talk and speak and get to know these people personally. Plus so much more, man. It's going to be awesome. We're building a universe. We are building a one big family. We're all literally, it sounds cheesy. Sorry, big cheesy, but it's true. In order to be successful and also feel like you're a part of something, this is where you need to be. We value you, and we want you to know that, but also we want to educate you, and we all want to do it together. So that will be live on Friday. You'll have a very special part of YouTube that you'll get to go to for only the crew members. I'm telling you, I'm excited about it. I'm excited. I think I'm most excited, A.B., about Shoot Your Shot. I, I want to see what diamonds in the rough are out there. You know what yeah. I mean? There's got to be somebody. And maybe they just want to come on for 15 seconds of fame. You know what I mean? Hey, so. and we're going to produce it for you just like it's yep. a live show. We're going to have graphics, everything. And I know that there's a lot of people looking to build, like, brands and get into sports, sports betting, all of that. Right here. We're right going to get you started right here, legitimately. So, yeah, that's just another big part of it. It's going to be fun. If you want to be a part of it, send a video. Doesn't have to be produced. iPhone, put it up. We just need to see you and hear you to line at gmail.com. And we'll pick four to five people every single week and have a full show. It's going to be a ton of fun. And we'll also update you on everything else we have coming out as well. But <clears throat> it's all the damage we can do. It is now time for the closing bell. like we're on a mission right now that's how i love to end this part right here all right the cruise play of the day they have chosen nikola Jokic triple double plus 165 ready to go tonight i feel it we're on his three-point play as well had a triple double his last game out no he's gonna come out show out that's what this man does constantly so Jokic is the play for the crew tonight all right <sighs> felt really good about today ab me too. I felt really good about today. I really, really did. Uh, I encourage you, if you haven't done it, go watch DTL Golf. Me, RD, Steve Scott, Vast Eddie, breaking down everything about Pebble Beach. Also, later this morning, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'll have about 10 to 15-minute discussion with me and Steve Scott. It's not going to be live. You can't be in the chat uh, about the new partnership that was announced this morning and what it means for the future of the PGA Tour. Remember, I work for the PGA Tour. And Steve Scott also works for the PJ Tour. So you'll have our honest opinions on how we feel about that and what that means going forward. But as always, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making us a part of your morning every single day. So with all that being said, there's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know.
what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire group, Lobo, my man Ben Fox, bringing all the knowledge. My man Z, live from Miami. How good is he? And my partner, as always, A.B., who allows Jacob onto the show. And our entire production staff, the show looks like a million bucks. It is TV ready in week number three. Nobody else can do that. I'm simply the coach trying to keep this train on said track. We grind for you so we can win with you. It's truly what we're all about right here at Driving the Line. Good luck.